And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Monday. It's the start of a new week. Casey Justclair here. Hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful start to your week. We've got a fun show coming your way. We'll be live until 1 o'clock, giving you all the latest and all the greatest in our uh, local high school scene. And then we'll also go beyond that into our world of uh, college and pro and everything in between. We're thinking that we're going to get Brian Colley in the next segment of the show, but that's a maybe. Uh, We may or may not get Brian on just because there are some issues at South LaFouche High School today. The school's on lockdown. By the way, y'all, if you're listening and you got a kid there, I know there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of people chirping on the internet. Oh, you know, there's this going on at school. There's that going on at school. Uh, There's not any danger going on at school right now. Uh, The school is under lockdown. But all the students are safe. There does not appear to be any type of threatening situation there. Um, you guys are probably not hearing back from your children who are at the school because they're being asked not to use their cell phones right now. So for anybody who may be, you know, have a kid at the school, panicked, hysteria, I see all of it on social media right now. Exhale, relax. Everything's going to be okay. Everything is okay. We're going to get through this day. Um just the way that we've gotten through several of the other bad days that we've you know gotten through. Uh, but for that reason, we may or may not get Brian on at 1145. At noon today, we're going to have Coach Kathy Luke of Homa Christian School who will be joining us. Homa Christian is off to a wonderful start to the year. Heck, it's not a wonderful start anymore when you're this late in the year. Um, it is just you know where they are. They're just a great team. They're playing exceptionally well. They're doing a wonderful job, and they're in great position uh, to, to do some damage in the postseason. So Coach Luke will be on at noon to talk about her team. Josh Smith will be on at 12-15 um, to talk about his team. He's the baseball coach at HL Bourgeois. We'll have Josh on to talk about some things that the Braves are looking to get accomplished in advance of the season. So we've got a fun show. We've got our weekend W's and L's and everything in between. Let's dive into our boys' basketball scoreboard from Friday, and then we'll get to our girls' basketball scoreboard from Friday. We had some very interesting and very entertaining results from around our local basketball scene. On the girls' side, ladies first, we start in 5A, where we have Destrahan get a 49-40 win over Central Lafouche. The good news for Central Lafouche is that Caroline Loop went over 1,000 career points in the game. The bad news is that Central Lafouche loses another close, hard-fought district game to Destrehan 49-40. They're in that spot where, like, the last week of the season, which is this week, you got to have them. You got to have them. Central Lafouche is right on that bubble of getting in, not getting in. They're right on that line. They have to finish the regular season strong and it's going to be all against quality competition. It's going to be all against teams that have given them problems earlier in the season. They've got to finish the year strong, and it's going to be a tall task for Coach Danos and her crew. Um, but to get in, like they're going to just have to find a win here somewhere. They're currently sitting at 28 on the dot. They've got to pick one up, um, and, and they've got to figure out a way to, to go ahead and, and punch their ticket in. Also in girls basketball action, you had East St. John beat HL Bourgeois 64-40. Not a big surprise there. Hanville beats Thibodeau 41-39. Thibodeau trying desperately to find a way to finish the year strong. Remember, they were in the top 10 at one time. They've kind of slipped down 
some. They're now sitting at number 13, and there are some teams nipping at their heels. There is a possibility that Thibodeau does not make the top 16 and maybe could lose a home game if they don't finish the year strong. So big last week of the year coming for Thibodeau. Also, we had uh, in 4A, we had Assumption beat South Lafouche 41 to 35, a game that you were able to hear right here on KLEB. South Lafouche had chances, couldn't take advantage of those chances. Assumption gets the win there. Vanderbilt beats Morgan City 75 to 18. That was a running time game. The Lady Terriers put it on them strong. Lutcher defeats South Terrebonne 41 to 31, and they get a win. Donaldsonville beats Berwick 66 to 18. These are all girls basketball scores from the girls basketball scoreboard. Edie White beats Patterson 59 to 39. The Cardinals get a victory over the Lumberjacks. Um, and then we go down to 2A, and we see that Homer Christian School was off. So that brings us to single A, where we had Central Catholic of Morgan City get a 57 to 9 win over Centerville, and CCA gets a 48 to 46 win over over Vermilion Catholic. Those are both teams that are going to be playoff bound. Now we go to the boys basketball scoreboard. Grand Isle gets a 42 to 25 win over Lutheran. Grand Isle, man, kudos to them. Coach Scott Buzigard got that team playing some good ball. They're back rolling on the island. It's amazing to see. Central Lafouche loses on the buzzer to Destrehan, 48 to 47, a devastating loss for Central Lafouche on the buzzer against Destrehan. Now they didn't surrender a basket on the buzzer but they attempted a shot that would have won the game on the buzzer and it rattled in popped back out just the story of the year for Central Lafouche who's now sitting at 36 in the power ratings and I gotta be frank like they're not gonna get in they've gotta climb all the way up to 28 from 36 even though they're 13 and 12 and are playing well they're not gonna get in we had East St. John get an 85 to 81 win over HL Bourgeois. Good win for them. Hanville beats Thibodeau 58 to 47. These are boys basketball scores from around our area. Ellender loses to Northside 78 to 72. Northside gets a non-district win over the Ellender Patriots. Then we had Morgan City fall to Vanderbilt 54 to 41. So Morgan City drops to Vanderbilt, who stays strong. South Lafouche on the boys' side beats Assumption 72-69. to Another game that was decided on the buzzer. Assumption had a three-point attempt at the buzzer, fall off the backboard, and the Tarpons secure the win. Lutcher beats South Terrible in 56-44. Good win for Lutcher. In 3A, Donaldsonville beats Berwick 65-45. Great win there. Patterson over E.D. White 48-38. These are Friday boys' basketball results. Homa Christian School took on Thomas Jefferson and fell 56-40. to 40. Good win for Thomas Jefferson over Homa Christian. Then we go to single A. Central Catholic gets a 60-19 win over Centerville, and Vermilion Catholic beats CCA 62-14. That's our scoreboard results from Friday night, setting the stage for Monday. Tonight we've got Ellen there in Assumption, and we've got a bunch of district doubleheaders tomorrow let's catch a break when we get back out of the break we may or may not have brian Kiley on the line i'm not sure his availability again south lafouche high school yes it is under lockdown right now authorities are on the scene investigating an incident involving a photo of a gun that was you know making its way around school but i'm told that that photo is not something that was taken at school um, and I'm told that there's no imminent danger and that students are being told not to use their cell phones right now. 
So if you're texting little Jimmy or little Joe and are saying, hey, you know, Jimmy Joe, is everything okay? And they're not replying. That's not a cause for panic right now. That's not a reason to freak out right now. It's not a reason to assume that there is danger right now. Everything under at the school is, is under control and the students are safe. All students are safe right now and it's going to stay that way throughout the day. So let's just calm down, exhale, and we'll get through this. The Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office is on scene. They've never done us wrong. They're going to get this taken care of and everybody's going to return home safe. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. Um, we're either going to be talking about the Super Bowl or we're going to be talking to Brian Kyle. I'll figure it out during this commercial. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. 
Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed time is money don't waste both running around looking for filters batteries and belt sand related items fleet supply warehouse delivers fleet supply offers daily scheduled delivery including bayou lafouche new orleans morgan city new iberia lafayette thibodeau baton rouge the north shore plus the river parishes too automotive lawn equipment agricultural marine or industrial fleet supply warehouse 985-868-0430 venture boulevard homa Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Welcome back to play-by-play on KLEB. Casey just clear here. Um, oh man, <laughs> reading some things on social. That's another story for another day. I'm not going to get into that today. I'm not going to get into any trouble when there's you know people that are freaked out. But anyway, I promised you some Super Bowl talk. Um, I lied. We ain't talking about the Super Bowl in this segment of the show because I got all week to talk about the Super Bowl here on Play by Play. What I am going to do is I'm going to remind you that tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to be at Terrebonne General Tri-Parish Media Day for baseball and softball. So tomorrow, all of Play by Play is going to be dedicated to baseball and softball locally. I'm going to be talking to all the coaches in the area. We're going to have comments and conversation from all those folks uh, can't wait. There's going to be good food, good people, good topics of conversation. We're going to have a great time tomorrow, 1130 to maybe a little after one. Like I might cheat. I might have to act struck for a little time tomorrow because sometimes it's hard. I mean, we're looking at, you know, a dozen plus high schools and I got to interview the baseball and the softball coach in a 90 minute block. So maybe we'll have to get off at 110, 115 ish, uh, but we're going to make it work. We're going to get all them in and out and we're going to have a great show. Uh, so I want to tell you guys about that. The second thing I wanted to say is that um, I'm not talking about the Super Bowl because I'm talking about soccer in this segment. We have not done the best job this season of running down how the local soccer teams have done. Um, so we're going to let you know right now. It's playoff time. 
and there are a bunch of local teams that are in the playoffs. We'll let you know how they did. Division One girls, Hanville is still alive. Excuse me, they got a 2 nothing win over New Iberia in the opening round. Um, also still alive locally in Division One girls. Well, never mind. That's the only one. I'm thinking of boys where Terrebonne is still in play. But in the opening round, Mount Carmel defeated H.L. Bourgeois. Lafayette defeated Central Lafouche. Captain Shreve defeated Thibodeau. Those are all teams in Division One and on the girls' side who made the playoffs but who fell in the opening round. Congratulations to all of them on great seasons. Division Two. Ah, I was right. I just had the wrong division. Terrebonne is still alive. Division Two girls. We have the Terrebonne Lady Tigers who have punched a ticket to the second round. They get a 6 to nothing win over Como. Congratulations to Terrebonne. They're still playing and still chasing the championship. South Lafouche made the postseason and fell to Turlings on Saturday. South Terrebonne made the postseason, fell to West Wachita on Saturday. Ellender got in and fell to Parkway. So congratulations to those teams on a great year and best of luck to Terrebonne going forward in their postseason conquest. Division three, we had E.D. White earn the number five seed. They moved on to the next round, defeating Kaplan eight to nothing. So now they'll take on the Willow School in the second round. Also in play in Division three is Vanderbilt Catholic. They get an eight to nothing win over Erath. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt will now take on Grant in the second round of postseason. So we've still got E.D. White. We've still got Vanderbilt in Division Three that are competing and are chasing state championships. Kudos to them on the great work so far. Division Four, and remember one thing to, to recognize about soccer. Who this gets me fired up. The LHSA doesn't think that it's an important enough sport to separate between public and private schools. So these are these brackets are all together. <laughs> Division Four, we've got Covenant Christian Academy. That's the number five overall seed in Division Four. They've had an amazing year. They defeated Highland Baptist 7-1 in the opening round. Now CCA will take on Metairie Park Country Day in the second round. So congratulations to CCA for punching that ticket. Also punching that ticket is Homa Christian School, the number 14 seed in the bracket. They get a 6-0 win over Opelousas Catholic. They'll now take on Pope John Paul in the next round. So congratulations to Homa Christian and CCA they're still punching and swinging and are trying to chase down the state championship on the soccer side of things. Those are girls basketball soccer. I'm girls. Listen to me. Girls basketball soccer results is what I was about to say. Those are girls soccer playoff brackets, and uh, those teams are still in play. On the boys soccer playoff side of things, Division One, we had several local teams enter, but only a few remain. Central Lafouche is the 12th seed. They got a 3-1 to one win over number 21, Alexandria. So congratulations to Central Lafouche getting a big win and moving on to the next round. On the boys' side, we also had um, H.L. Bourgeois make it in. And boy, they lost a heartbreaker 4-3 to three against Lafayette in the opening round. That was a 14-19 versus 19 matchup. Lafayette squeaks by H.L. Bourgeois. We also had Hanville in that playoff bracket, uh, earned the number 13 seed, and Hanville fell 2-1 to one, uh, against North Shore in a bit of an upset. The 20 seed beats the 13 seed, so Hanville goes out. Division two boys soccer, we had several local teams get in. Terrebonne on the boys' side falls. They were at home. They fall to Bell Chase 2-1 to one in a 17-over-16 matchup. 
So Bell Chase moves on. Ellender was the last team in, the 32 seed. They took on number one, Ben Franklin. And kudos to Ellender, man, old number 32 seed. They didn't get mercy. They went out there and played strong. They lose 6-0, but they didn't get mercy ruled. They played the whole way. Great job by Ellender pulling that one off. You have the number 20 seed in Division Two on the boys, South Terrebonne. They fall 2-0 against number 13, Sam Houston. So Sam Houston moves on. We also had South Lafouche. Their amazing boys' soccer season ended. Probably the best boys' soccer season that the school has ever had, winning 10-plus games. They take on number 15, North Vermilion, in the opening round out in Lafayette. And North Vermilion beats the Tarpons 3-1, ending their season. So congratulations to the Tarpons and all those other Division II teams on having remarkable years. In Division Three, we still have some teams that are still swinging. Vanderbilt's the number eight seed in that bracket. Boy, Vanderbilt's always good in soccer every single year. Hell, every year since I've been covering the area, which is now 13 years, Vanderbilt's been good at soccer, boys and girls both. They're the eight seed. <laughs> they got an eight to nothing win over South Beauregard in the opening round. They move on now to take on number nine Parkview in the second round. And that's the tricky thing about Vanderbilt soccer now. They schedule so hard that they're going to enter the playoffs every year and be like 10 and 12. So you think like, oh, Vanderbilt's down, and then you don't realize that they played all the best teams in the state. They get into the playoffs as like the 11th seed, and then they go win the state championship. That's the thing about them. You can't pay much attention to the seed. They're more than capable of going on a run and winning at all. Um, and they get an 8 nothing win in the opening round that proves that. E.D. White is also still in play in the Division Three boys' soccer playoffs. They get a 4 nothing win over Buckeye in the opening round. They'll now host Hannon in the second round of postseason. Morgan City is still in. They're the 20 seed. They got an opening round upset win over Kenner Discovery Health Science 3-2. to So Morgan City will take on the Willow School in the second round. Congratulations to them for that. Now we go to our final soccer bracket, which is Division Four boys. And we've got a couple of local teams that are in that bracket. We could tell you that uh, Homa Christian School, unfortunately, fell out of that bracket. They were the 26th seed. They lost to number seven, St. Thomas Aquinas, eight to nothing. But CCA is still alive, and they're still kicking. They're the 12th seed, and they beat number 21, Glenmora, nine to nothing in the opening round. So CCA punches a ticket. They'll take on number five, Episcopal, in the second round. All of those soccer matchups are going to be at various dates throughout the week. Some teams are playing Thursday, Tuesday. Like, just go to the LHSA website and uh, you know pick the bracket of your choosing, and you'll be able to get an updated time and date and everything for where the games will be held. So, wanted to give those men and women some love. We talk so heavily about basketball, and probably I'll be honest, I'll take responsibility for that. I'm the host of the show. I come up with the content. Probably too little about soccer, and that's on me. That's my bad. Um, but we want to make sure that we follow those teams all the way through their state championship journeys. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to Homa Christian. Speaking of teams that are on a state championship journey, Homa Christian is competing in Division Three Select on the girls' basketball side of things, and they are one of the higher seeds. They've got a great shot to make a push, and we'll have their coach, Coach Kathy Luke, on the line in the next segment. We'll be right back after this commercial timeout talking some girls' basketball with Coach Luke. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. 
New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store, as well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Our first calling guest today on the show on play-by-play is going to be Coach Kathy Luke with Homa Christian School. The Warriors are fresh off of winning their district tournament, and they've got the district championship on lock. Now they're gearing up for the postseason, trying to get themselves ready to navigate through a very difficult Division Three select girls bracket. So we welcome Coach Luke onto the show. Coach, good afternoon. How are you today? I'm doing great, Casey. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Happy to have you here. Your team played well over the weekend. You win the district tournament, get a win over South Plaquemine in 49 to 6, or secure that one power point for postseason. That was a good weekend for your team, coach. Yeah, it was, Casey. That and the and you just hit on the, the most important thing. We secured that power point, which hopefully will keep us where we are in the rankings and possibly even move us up. Looking at the way that you, your schedule is laid out, we've talked about this before. You kind of tried to accelerate it and, and you know uh, climb up in competition, and some of the results have been good. You beat HL Bourgeois, that's a good win. Beat E.D. White, that's a good win. You've kind of had some hiccups here and there, too. You fall to a good assumption team, fall to Terrebonne. What have you learned in the last month or so as you guys have kind of stepped up in class a little bit? Well, I think the biggest thing that we preach all year and what – the girls are starting to understand the two losses that we had 
we're losing at the free throw line. Uh, against Terrebonne, uh, we shot 8 of 21, which is 38%. And against Assumption, we went 6 of 16, and that's 37%. So, you know, in ball games, I've, I've said this to you numerous times, it comes down to three things. It, it comes down to protecting the basketball, rebounding, and, and free throws. And uh, in, in those statistical categories against those two teams, um, we performed poorly. And, um, you know, we lost in overtime to Assumption, and, and we could have won it. In regulation, we missed a layup. But um, besides that, we met, you know, our free throws cost us. And I know, and I know that that's got to be driving you nuts because I know it's repped, and I know that I'm sure y'all shoot hundreds of them. What is it? You think it's fatigue or you know pressure moments? What is it that's causing them to struggle at the line? Yeah, maybe they need to fire the the, the free throw coach. With me, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've tried everything. Uh, we shoot them when we're tired. We shoot them in between drills. We shoot them before practice. We shoot them after practice. Casey, you know. Um, you know, kids have to have that competitive spirit to be able to step up to that free throw line and want to be in that position and want to uh, hit that free throw. And not that they don't want to, but they've got to be able to to focus and, and accept the pressure that comes along with you on the line by yourself. And it's all about you. It's not about anybody else. And, and we're young right now, and I, I believe that will come. But I think that plays a part in, in why we're not shooting the ball well at the free throw line. Yeah, that makes sense. You guys wrap up the regular season with Franklin on Wednesday, then Cabrini on Friday, two more challenges. What are some things you're hoping to see in the next week to let you know, all right, hey, we're ready to go chase it? Well, the biggest thing is, you know, this week is a big week for us. Uh, we can't look forward to playoffs or seeding or any of that. We have to look forward to the next game. And, uh, Franklin uh, poses a challenge for us because they're very athletic as they normally are. They have a very good guard, and they're playing really good basketball right now. If you look at their schedule, uh, they've won, I think, like a five or six of their last games. So they're playing well. So we have to focus on Franklin. Uh, they play uh, more of an up-and-down game, whereas Cabrini will – will give us a totally different challenge. Uh, they play more of a half-court game. So I have we have two teams – uh, two different um, styles of play, uh, which will hopefully at the end of this week benefit us um, as we move on. But, you know, it's human nature to want to look forward. But, you know, our biggest challenge is uh, getting better today at practice, getting better tomorrow, and then playing on Wednesday against Franklin. Tell us about, you know, how you guys approach that because you're right you know human in nature is hey you know i, I want to talk about the seeding and i want to talk about who our first round game is going to be and all that and and what co you know compounds the challenges for you is you don't have like a senior heavy group you got some kids that are very young and you know ninth graders even some eighth graders how do you let them know you know hey we've got to focus on the task at hand or is it a situation coach where they're so young they don't know any better and they just kind of go where you lead them well, I don't know. Um, I think it has to do with the culture you develop over the entire year, Casey. We never um, talk about an opponent up the road. We talk about today. We'll talk about getting better at practice today. Um, and and we, we're focused on playing Franklin. And we're not going to talk about Cabrini. We're not going to talk about anything else. So I think it's a mindset, and it's just something that you repeat day in and day out. And when they do lose their focus, I think they, they have realized over the course of the past 
two years because I've had this group. Um, you know, we started as seventh graders, and they're eighth graders now with uh, a freshman mixed in and a, uh, a junior and, and a sophomore. But uh, it's something that, that you do on a regular basis. It's not something that you can do the last week of the season, say, okay, no, we're just focusing on uh, Cab- uh, Franklin and Cabrini. No, you, this is something that, that you do day in and day out. So um, uh, they, they, they have bought into that, and, and like I say, we take it – People might not believe that, but we take it one practice at a time and one game at a time, and that and that's all we do. Coach, in terms of uh, you know, what are some? And you touched touched on free throw shooting a second ago. What are some other areas of play? And you say you're trying to get better. What are some other areas that you are looking to shore up here in the next week or so? Well, listen, we're just uh, dismal at the three point line. Um, as a team, we shoot sixteen percent. So that says a lot, right there. We we're not shooting the long ball very well at all. Um, you know that I, I like to focus on 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 rebounding. We, we want to give everybody one shot, one shot only, um, and and we're for the most part we're doing that. In the two games that we lost, they were the only two games all year that we were out rebounded. So um, you know that says a lot. It, it 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 proves that you know we've got to block out. And, and the other thing is taking care of the ball. And right now, Casey, we're turning the ball over 15 times a game. And we're only stealing it 13 times. So we're in a negative two. So, so we're turning the ball over more than we're taking it away. So those are areas that we really have to work on. Um, but if you can do those three, three things well, if you can take care of the basketball, you out-rebound your opponent, and, and shoot well at the free throw line, in, in the high 60% for us, that would be, that would be amazing. If we go 67 to 70% at the free throw line, um, you know, if we could do, have those three categories, if we can take care of that, I think we can compete with anyone. I really do. Got a large listener audience from, from Southern Lafouche Parish, and you've got a young girl from that area, Nyla Lyons, who just has a motor. I, I watched her play in the game against South Lafouche and watching her grow up. She just doesn't stop. Relentless activity. She's a young one. She's going to be a really, really good one. Talk about the way Nyla's progressed. She has progressed. Um, it's been a uh, it's been a process uh, trying to teach her um, how to play the post position. Um, you know, they played her a little bit at the post, but you know, the kid was shooting threes when I got her in. Um, and 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 I need her for us to be successful. She has to be a good uh, a good post player, a good forward for us. Um, and. Um, her, her motor does run fast. That that is a positive, and sometimes it can be a handicap too. Because when she gets the ball, she wants to take off, and and we want her to to to, to catch it, um, to check, to see where the defense is, and then and and then go through the process of of one of the moves that that was taught her. Um, and and she listen, it's not easy being a post player as an eighth grader because because we play. You know, we play against kids that are six one, six two, six three, and um, and 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 now is about five eleven, but but now is still growing. That that's the good news. So you know, listen, she she she's right on schedule. Uh, you know, I love the kid. She, she she's a workaholic like me. Um, you know, if, if I go in the gym every day, she 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 would be right right behind me. Um, and so we have we have. Big hopes and dreams and aspirations for, for Nala, that's for sure. I never asked you about this, but I'm curious your thoughts. Everybody's kind of got an opinion or a thought on the current system for basketball with the different classifications and you know the, the redefining of open enrollment and moving them to the select side and, 
Everybody's got thoughts and comments on that, and I've never asked you. What do you think about the way that the playoff format is right now in Louisiana? Oh, that, that's an in-depth question right there. You know, um, if I had my rathers, I would rather us be all together. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt about that. I think, um, you know, uh, there's, there's going to be no perfect system with, with the way they've done the split. Um, you know, now it's going on, you know, at one point it was, if you got anyone 25 miles outside, you know, uh, 25% of the kids outside of your school, uh, out of your district, if you had 25% of the kids come to your school that were outside of your district, then you were classified as a select. Now they're doing it totally different, um, with the open enrollment, the charter schools. So, um, you know, Casey, I just don't know, um, I, I I don't have the answer, so I just I just line up and play whoever they tell me we have to play. Um, if if I had a vote, which I don't, um, I would say you know sometimes adults can mess up a kid's game, and and I feel like that's what's happened here. Adults have messed up. Um, I know you don't agree with that. I I, I know I've, I've listened. You know I listen to to your podcast. I listen to to a lot of people. But, you know, for many, many years, everybody played together, and kids never had a problem with it. But adults had the problem with it. Yeah. And so now now we're split. And so, um, you know, it could be the, the real problem right now or what people are talking about, the big talk is, uh, if I play university high, if I go down there and play university high, I get extra points for playing them in the regular season. And yet, when it comes to quarterfinals, I might play University High, a team that that I actually got extra points because the state said that they have a larger enrollment than my school. You follow that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so there's a good chance. There's a very good chance we might meet you high in the quarters. Now, I say good. It, it's an outside chance, but, but they're like um, – you know, they might be number six in the power rankings. Um, so, so it's really, um, it's really confusing. You know, uh, there are a lot of good points that people are bringing up. I just don't have those answers. Um, and because when you, when you start splitting things, you know, some people are going to be on the short end of the stick. And, and, and coach, you know, one of the things that gets me and I look at our local foray district and Right now, that 4A district is sending teams to three different playoff brackets. You got South Lafourche and South Terrebonne going to Division One non-select. You got Vanderbilt going to Division Two select, and you got Ellender and Assumption going to Division Two non-select. And it just makes me wonder, like, what are we doing? Where you got teams in the same district that are feeding three different playoff brackets? Something about that just feels wrong. It really does, and it all, you know, Casey. I don't. I've been doing this a long, long time, and I, I just think that a lot of times people don't understand. It all started because the private schools were winning the championships. That they were looking at it, and across the board, private schools were winning championships. Well, instead of looking at why that was happening, and the first thing they did is they said. Um, you know, you're bringing kids from all over the place into play for your program. Well, look, private schools have been bringing kids in from all over the place since the day that they were established. 
um, you know, private schools a lot of times can go out and, 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 and hire some, you know, some coaches. They, 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 they draw people that want to go in that environment, environment maybe. Public schools, they have a lot of uh, different criteria that they put, you know, you, you can't coach unless you, um, you know, are certified or in this or that. Um, and I'm not saying that's wrong. Because our our kids are in school for an education, but but the first thing they did is 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 they went ahead and and this is just in my opinion, sure. you know, for, they they went and 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 they they said you know if you get kids from outside of your area, boom, you're over here, and everybody else, boom, you're over here. Well, when you start discriminating like that, then it, things get messy, and that's what it is. It's messy. It, yeah. It's messy. It it was a discrimination, you know. To me, this is this is you know. If people don't like what I say, I, I it, it was almost like a discrimination. Hey, you're over here, and and everybody else is over over here. So, um, I, it, when when you do stuff like that, it gets messy. So so like you're saying, you've got teams in in one district going three different places. It's messy, and that's what happens when when you mess with a system that was in place for many, many years, in, in, in my opinion, working. It was, it was nothing wrong. You know, when we won the, the state championship in um, 2010, that was great basketball. And, you know, that was great girls' basketball back then. The, the um, Southeastern was packed in every division, every single division. You know, they set records that year. Um, so... So now, you know, you, we've had it where the public schools go to Southeastern and the private schools go to uh, another venue. So you don't even have, you, you, you can't even see the people in your area playing because you might be you might be in Lake Charles watching the game and they got another game going on at Southeastern for girls. So it's just craziness it, 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 to me. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I don't know how to fix it, but I do think we got to do something different. Coach, last question before we let you go. I'm a big fan of women's basketball, and I know you are as well. And, and I want your thoughts on this because I think it's very interesting. I know you're laser-focused on what's happening with Homer Christian right now, but I'm sure you also got to take a peek every once in a while and go look at the job that Kim Mulkey has done with LSU in just two years, Coach. They're undefeated. They're the number two team in the country. They're heading towards a showdown matchup with South Carolina. And it just goes to show, if you bring in the right person in the right situation, magic can happen. A lot of people complained at the time, oh, they're paying this woman how much? $4 million a year, whatever. You get what you pay for. Coach Mulkey has LSU on a new stratosphere right now. They're rolling. Makes me happy. I'm sure it's got you fired up, too. It really does. Um, you know, I'll tell you what the biggest impact has had in college women, college women's basketball. To kind of have, uh, you know, at one time, uh, UConn was just, you know, beating everyone. Well, now they got the transfer portal. Casey, okay. The transfer portal has changed the landscape of college basketball forever. If they and and when you have Kim Mulkey comes to your school, and 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 Kim Mulkey makes a call to you, you're in the portal. You know, and they got this uh, uh, this Reese girl to to transfer from um, uh, Maryland, and um, you know, and, and Kim got her. You know, Kim's Kim's a a three time. Uh, she, she's won the national championship three times. She's a uh, Olympic, you know, uh, gold medalist. You know, she she she's a good role model, good uh, woman role model for these young women. And so, uh, when when she gives you a call, you know, you listen. And so, uh, you know, she's done a tremendous job working that transfer portal. 
She really has. And then she went out and got one of the best freshmen in the country. So, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be a great game between uh, South Carolina and LSU. I'll be watching it, you know. But I think the biggest thing they did, you know, listen, kudos to LSU. Great job. You went and got the hometown girl to come on back. I mean, that was a no-brainer to me. They should have done that years ago. Um, But um, whether or not Kim would have come years ago, I I don't know. But but she was ready to come back home, and – and uh, she worked that transfer portal really well. And, and boy, we, we have something to brag about, again, in, in our state about women's basketball. Hey, man, Coach, very well said. Thanks so much for the time. Good luck this week. Hope to see you on Wednesday, Coach. Okay, thank you, Casey. Appreciate it. Yep, that is Coach Kathy Luke with Homer Christian School doing an excellent job. Love to get her thoughts about uh, the state of the LHSA, and I loved her commentary on Coach Mulkey as well. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Josh Smith at HL Bourgeois Baseball. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third-grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your State Farm agent has your back, too, through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. It's Mardi Gras time and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order two, three, six, ten, and 18 stall restroom trailers. From everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors, have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. It's baseball season again. High school baseball will be starting in the coming days. Got a couple more scrimmages and different things, jamborees to get through, but the season will be rolling before we know it. We've got Tri-Parish Media Day over at Terrebonne General tomorrow, 
and we'll be chatting with this guy who we have on the phone lines, which is HF Bourgeois uh, baseball coach, Coach Josh Pierce, who's on the line now. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Doing good. Good, man. Look, it's that time. You guys are on the practice field getting some work, facing maybe even some other opponents in some different scrimmages and things of the sort. How has the preseason looked out on the reservation? Uh, it looks good so far uh, with uh, only two seniors returning this year um, and five guys returning out of the starting lineup. Uh, we got a few young guys going to be key components this year, but uh, they're growing and looking good. Coach, you told me in the offseason, heck, it was a couple weeks ago over at the HL Bourgeois Basketball Tournament, ran into you and I said, man, how's it looking? And you told me, you said, Casey, if we throw strikes, like I like where we're sitting right now. So, so far, have you guys thrown strikes? Are you satisfied with the work on the mail? Yeah, for sure. Um, we played a uh, Santa, uh, St. Augustine in an umpire scrimmage, and uh, I threw a bunch of sophomores, and they did very well. Uh, a lot of strikes. I think we threw like 60 to 65% of strikes. Numbers could be better, but uh, I was very pleased with how young we were and how well we did with that young. Offensively, I know you're replacing a lot of key pieces, but you do also have some big thumpers back, too. You got some guys who could put it in the parking lot. Talk about the way you guys have been swinging it in the early stages. Uh, really well. Um, in the scrimmage against St. Aug, uh, Brody Hebert, who's our two-hole, almost took one out of the park on his first pitch, and then Gavin Vorda comes up right behind him and hits a, a laser to center field. So to see that, it was uh, really nice. And um, we got some young guys that, that's got a little bit of something in them, too, that's, uh, that's been impressing a little bit at practice. How does that work? I know, like, in the pros, they'll always say, you know, pitching is ahead of the hitting early. Uh, some of that is maybe just, you know, the timing of the hitter. Some of that may be the air's a little colder, the ball doesn't carry. Is high school the same? Do you think that you guys open up the season and the pitchers have a little bit of an edge, or is it different at the high school level? Uh, I think pitchers do have an edge because um, you're not able to see as much um, pitching early on uh, like you want to. Uh, like, we try to do live ABs early in the season as much as possible to uh, get the guys a lot of live reps off of pitchers. Um, sometimes you're not able to do it due to the weather, but when you are able to, like last year, uh, our bats got hot right off, right from the start, and um, that had a big impact with us uh, getting that live AB started early. Tell us about your schedule. I know a big part of the job, quite frankly, is making sure that you have a schedule that's going to feed you enough PowerPoints. I'm looking at it. You guys are going to have opening day February 22 weeks from today against Riverside Academy. Give us a rundown of some of the things you're uh, or some of the opponents that you're most excited about facing. Uh, one would be Berwick uh, that we face late in the season. I think it's like the second last week of the season we face Berwick. Uh, with them being state runners up this uh, last season and them returning uh, probably about three quarters of their team, that, that's going to be a good test at the end of the season. That's one I'm very looking forward to. Uh, early on, we face Ascension Catholic, who's a who's a very good team as well. Um, Twenty plus wins every year. And we also got Brule, who was a young team last year, who made it to the second round. Uh, they returned a lot of guys. So I'm, I'm very happy about where our schedule's at, but I'm also very anxious to see how we respond with good teams. Competition always breeds success. Iron sharpens iron. And coaches often tell me that they like whenever they're in preseason and that they're guys competing for starting jobs. And like they want guys to be working hard at practice, knowing, hey, if you don't bring it, then you know you're not going to be playing as much. Do you have any spots on the diamond right now where the the starting position is is undecided? 
Yeah, uh, we got guys fighting for an uh, outfield spot, um, a backup first base spot that uh, some guys are fighting for because one of our top pitchers is our number one first baseman. Uh, we got guys fighting for that second base uh, position as well since we, we lost our starting first base when we lost an outfield from last year. So, I mean, we lost a, a quite a bit of big-time guys, but I think a young, these young guys will be able to handle and step up, and it's been great to see the competition at practice every day. How many seniors do you have? I know you had a bunch of them last year, and you said you're a little younger this year, but how many total seniors you got? I uh, only got two this year. Wow, okay, so a very young group. Now, how important is it then with with the young group to maybe get off to a strong start so that they could understand, hey, man, like, you know, we made the playoffs last year. Like, we're more than capable of doing this. It's, it's very important because they, they um, what I've noticed in the St. Alt scrimmage was that I had to call a few timeouts to – kind of settle them down, get their composure back, uh, just because uh, when you get to that varsity level, the game's a little bit faster than what you're used to. And um, having success earlier, I think, will help them get the right mindset to be able to compete at a high level. Tell us about things at your home park. Was everything okay? I know you guys played there a little bit after the storm, but in the off season, did you guys have to tweak or repair anything? Is everything good to go out there? Um, so our backstop was just uh, – finished up being uh replaced some of the poles um our press our press box and contest stand still we're not able to get into because it just needs to be completely redone uh because of the roof being off and all kind of rain going in but other than that you know we're, we're good at our place we're ready to roll uh we place out lafouche today so we're ready to go what are some things you're hoping to get accomplished playing the tarpons there much in the same situation as you replacing a lot of guys some younger guys now in those spots what are some things you're hoping to see today against the Tarpons? Uh, consistency, execution, and uh, consistent strikes. Those are three key things that I think uh, if we do every game, we'll be in every game and have a chance to win. You guys moved into that one round of district mode where a lot of the other districts are kind of going now too, to be honest with you. Um what are your thoughts on that? Do you like that or do you prefer to play the teams home and home? And then to the second part to that, does it provide a challenge in terms of scheduling? I mean, uh, hell, you guys, that's six games that you lost that would have otherwise been on your schedule. How did, you know how much harder did you have to work to fill it out? Um, didn't have to work too hard. Um, I like it because um, you get to play – you don't have to play the same district teams over and over and over, like two times in a row. Um, you can actually kind of spread your schedule out a little bit more when it comes to district – uh, like we were able to play Bell Chase twice on a weekend when normally that would be a district game. Um, you know, you can play teams from uh, other parts of the state that you, instead of just playing mainly local teams. And also I like it because uh, we get to keep that week four tournament where you can get a little bit of extra few power points in that week four tournament rather than cutting it out and having to play a, a extra district game against somebody. Okay, sounds like a winner, bro. Thanks so much for the time. Good luck today, and uh, man, hope to see you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yep, that is Coach Josh Schmidt with H.L. Bourgeois. Kind of dumb comment by me at the end. Hope to see you soon. No, we're going to see him tomorrow. <laughs> at least I'm expecting to see him tomorrow over at Tri-Parish Media Day over at Terrebonne General in the locker room. We're looking forward to that. That'll be a fun play-by-play. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. It's everybody's favorite segment of Monday, our W's and L's. Maybe a little less exciting than normal, but there's no football to really make fun of. But we'll be chatting about some things that we liked and didn't like over the weekend. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. 
the music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the Raging Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control need you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've got 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. 
Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Time for our W's and L's here on Play by Play. Hope you guys are enjoying today's show. I sincerely hope that you guys are enjoying today's show. It's going pretty well so far. I want to thank Kathy Luke for her time. I want to thank Josh Smith for his time. I also want to thank the folks at Etouffee for hosting us on Saturday. Boy, they fed us like kings. Uh, they took good care of us and gave us some pork chops and soup and crawfish and everything in between. <laughs> I was feeling like royalty and I was also feeling stuffed whenever I left there in a good way. Everything was delicious. Thank them so much for that. Now it's time for our W's and L's. Um, the first W guys, I got a, I got a confession to make. Please don't disown me. Please don't turn off the radio. Please don't hold this against me. I actually kind of liked the pro bowl this weekend. I know it's blasphemy, and I know it's cool, and the cool thing on social media is to poke fun, and, oh, bro, this is terrible. This is flag football. Is this where the game's headed? I hear all the nonsense. But I far preferred the flag football game yesterday than the no-tackling pansy game of years past. I far preferred some of the skills challenges where we had guys, you know, running and jumping and weightlifting and playing dodgeball and, I far preferred that than some of the other things that the NFL All-Star Weekend has had to offer in the past. Can some things be fine-tuned and tweaked? Yeah. The whole catch contest thing where they're jumping through smoke and diving and doing trampolines and trying to do circus catches, that was kind of lame. But by and large, it was an upgrade from what it was before. The flag football game was entertaining. The guys were having fun. The guys were competing. The skills competitions, the guys were having fun. They were competing. And I thought that it was a good first attempt at remodeling and revitalizing and changing things around for that to try to maybe save it, try to maybe make it something. Weekend L goes to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets have screwed up their their franchise. Like, there's no other way to say it. The Brooklyn Nets have screwed up their franchise. The Brooklyn Nets had a big three of Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving at one time. They were they entered the playoffs one season as far and away the best team in the NBA. Kyrie gets hurt, Harden gets hurt, they end up losing early in the playoffs, kind of panic. COVID year comes, Kyrie's unvaccinated, he's kind of barking at people. Um, Harden gets frustrated, Kyrie's not playing. They chase Harden out of town. That was the biggest mistake that the Nets could make was picking Kyrie over Harden. They trade Harden for Ben Simmons, who is the biggest flake in the history of sports, got a maximum contract, is too paranoid to even shoot the ball. The reports now out of the NBA are that Ben Simmons has zero trade value. No one wants him. And then now you got Kyrie, who a year later does his Kyrie thing, 
and flakes. I'm out. I, I Trade me. I'm out. I'm not re-signing with you. He does his Kyrie thing, and he flakes. He's now a Dallas Maverick. The Nets got 50 cents on the dollar for Kyrie, and here we are. You've ruined your entire window. You traded picks to get hard. You've ruined your entire window. W goes to the Pelicans. Look, man, we've been hard on the Pelicans here. The last three, four weeks ain't been good. They lost 10 in a row at one point. They've now won two in a row. They beat the Lakers. They beat the Kings. I still got some pretty grave concerns about them. I'm worried about the hamstring for Williamson. Usually guys that hurt their hamstring hurt it again. Um, I know from experience as a Harden fan, he pulls that thing and has to miss a month. Feels like two times a year. So I'm a little worried. I'm also a little worried that Brandon Ingram's still kind of limping around at times and, and that toe injury doesn't appear to be all the way healed. I'm worried about that. But they took care of business, did what they had to do, got a couple of wins, much needed wins over the weekend. Weekend L goes to the Los Angeles Lakers because A, you lose to the Pelicans and have them snap your losing streak against you. B, <laughs> the Nets kind of munched you, man. Kyrie Irving wanted to go to the Lakers. The Lakers made up actually a pretty competitive offer. And Nets ownership said, we're not trading Kyrie where he wants to go. So kudos. I gave the Nets an L, but I should also give them a half of a W. Kudos to them for standing up and drawing a line in the sand. We need to normalize in sports, not trading guys exactly where they want to go when they want to go there. We need to normalize telling these guys, hey, if the best offer comes from Cleveland or Minnesota or Timbuktu, you're going to go play in Timbuktu. You're under contract. If you're not going to play for Timbuktu, then you're going to get fined and you're not going to get paid and it's going to cost you money. Kudos to the Nets for doing that. And for the Lakers, you don't get your pipe dream. You can't always get what you want, man. You can't just say, all right, bro, we've made every single wrong decision. We made an Anthony Davis trade that did get us a championship, but we paid a steep price. We've got some bad contracts here. We've got Russell Westbrook here. We've got a, we've done a lot of things wrong. But, oh, yeah, give us Kyrie for nothing so we could fix it. You don't get to bully people that way. It's not how it works. Wanted Kyrie Irving. You don't have anything to offer. You break. W goes to Pierce Spencer of Nichols Basketball. The Colonels beat Houston Christian over the weekend and frankly, we're in trouble of losing again. It would have been another disappointing loss, but Pierce Spencer bailed Nichols out of that. Down late, he made a three-pointer, then secured a layup, scored five points in the last 20 seconds of the game, securing a road win for Nichols. A road win is the key word, and the Southland Conference teams are not winning on the road very often, so to get any road win in the Southland is a big win. Um. The Colonels kind of right the ship a little bit. They had had a very disappointing loss the weekend prior on Saturday against Lamar, <clears throat> but they recharged, or excuse me, against Incarnate Word, sorry. Um, they had also lost a disappointing game to Lamar earlier in the Southland, so they right the ship and get a huge one-point win over Houston Christian. They're now sitting at 6-4, and four, currently in the fifth spot in the Southland Conference standings. A W goes to North Carolina basketball. Um, I could really give a W to the whole Duke and North Carolina rivalry in general. Both, is it okay now? Like, I feel like P 
people were throwing tomatoes at me because last year I was saying it was a mistake for North Carolina to hire Hubert Davis. And then I ended up looking dumb because they got hot in the NCAA tournament made it to the championship game. Is it okay now that both Duke and North Carolina are out of the top 25 and neither team looks very good? Is it okay for me to say again that I think that hiring Hubert Davis and also hiring John Shire at Duke was a mistake? You've got the two biggest, most prestigious basketball programs in the entire country. You could have gotten anyone, literally anyone, but instead you took the safest, cheapest, laziest way out and hired someone, quote-unquote, internal, a North Carolina guy or a Duke guy, instead of hiring the brightest mind, and now you got teams that are on the bubble instead of teams that are number one seats. North Carolina returned everything off of a team that was the NCAA's runners-up. And they're on the damn bubble. That's inexcusable. Duke has five-star after five-star after five-star. Number one recruiting class in the country type of talent all over their roster. They're on the bubble. This idea of we're going to hire a Carolina guy. Yeah, it worked with Roy Williams. It didn't work with Bill Guthridge, though. Sometimes you have to be willing to accept ideas outside of the house. And I think that both North Carolina and Duke were short-sighted in just handing the job to someone who was already in the family. And I think they would have been better served seeing what type of outside interest there was. Maybe you could have gotten a big fish and a really bright mind and someone with the Carolina resources who could have done magic, someone with the Duke resources who could have done magic, as opposed to now, both of your programs are struggling and are not very good right now. W goes to the LSU women's basketball team. They're still undefeated. They're sitting as the number two team in the country now after an upset loss, dethroned, um, was it Stanford over the weekend? Stanford was sitting at number two. They lose. They drop out of that spot. And actually, I misspoke. I assumed that LSU would have slid into Now, see, this is nonsense. I'm going to rant and rail on this. LSU was sitting at number three. Indiana was sitting at number four. Stanford was number two. They dropped to number six. Indiana has catapulted LSU and is now sitting at number two. Indiana is 21 and one or 22 and one. Indiana has a damn loss and they're above LSU who didn't do anything wrong last week, but maybe just didn't blow out teams. Indiana last week beat Purdue who's six and six. They beat Minnesota who's God awful nine and 14. See, that's a damn shame. That's, that's embarrassing from the voters there catapulting Indiana over LSU. Does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? No. What matters is what happens in the NCAA tournament. But that's hogwash, man. That that That's BS. There's no way that Indiana should have catapulted all the way up there. No, no, I, I don't buy that one. I don't buy that one at all. So an L now to the voters who, who vote for the top 25, keeping us from that number one versus number two showdown matchup on Sunday. A and L goes to Josh Jacobs, who over the weekend was asked by reporters his thoughts on the new Pro Bowl and said some sort of expletive of, oh, this blank is dumb or something like that. Here's a philosophy that I have really in all of life. Um, if you are a person that has issues with just about everything, and everyone, then maybe it's not everything and everyone that's the problem. Maybe you are the problem. 
The words of Taylor Swift, hi, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me. Josh Jacobs has problems with the Raiders, his current team, wants to leave, not getting offered big money, wants to leave, has problems with the Pro Bowl, has problems with this quarterback, has problems with that quarterback. Maybe, bro, maybe we should look into the mirror a little bit more and, and maybe point a few less fingers and, and, and maybe look into the mirror and, and see that maybe you're part of the issue. Because, boy, it sure looked like everybody else was having a good time. So if you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are having a really good time, and oh, by the way, yeah, you're being paid to be there, right? Even the guys who played in the Pro Bowl who lost got 40 grand. So if you're going to a nice place and a good vibe and are surrounded by you know your colleagues and everybody else is having fun and you're getting paid a lot of money to be there and only you has issues, oh, bro, this is dumb, this is stupid. A, you should have not gone if that's how you feel. But B, maybe that's a you problem. Maybe that's an issue inward and not outward. So, Josh Jacobs, you get an L. Grow up. Weekend W goes to WWE and Roman Reigns. More scintillating storytelling on SmackDown on Friday. The Roman and Sami Zayn storyline continues to get better and better. Sami jumped Roman on Friday. The crowd reaction was out of this world. WWE's got to be careful. They're building Sami up. That matchup is more intriguing than the WrestleMania main event between he and Cody. They've got to be careful uh, because the way they're building it right now, the main event is going to not be the match that people want to see the most. But other than that, that's just an unbelievable story that people are going to be talking about for a long time. And L goes to Austin Rivers and Mo Bamba of the NBA because they had a benches-clearing brawl over the weekend in the NBA and I'll never understand why dudes in sports, like, fight. I'll never understand because, A, no one ever really gets to land any substantial punches. B, most of the guys look like they don't even know how to fight. They're throwing punches with such bad technique and such bad form that, like, it looks like none of those guys can knock out a paper bag. And, and C, you risk your livelihood. Like, what happens when you punch a human bone. Often you break your hand or you break your knuck or you dislocate a finger or break a finger. You're risking your ability to, to make the millions of dollars that you make being a jackass going punching somebody in the face for no good reason. So Mo Bamba and Austin Rivers got into it and there's a big benches clearing scuffle and Jalen Suggs got involved. and For what? For what? There's no reason to be fighting in these... Like that's... A, that's a middle school thing to do. You guys are not in that stratosphere anymore. Like, act decent. There's no reason. First off, I didn't even know that Austin Rivers was still in the NBA. So this idea that he's even still in the league was surprising to me. Apparently, he plays for the Timberwolves. I don't even know that. I, last I know, he was with the Nuggets. And he's played for every damn team in the league. Maybe there's a reason for that, bro. That Maybe there's a reason why you're not sticking around. Um... But no, that, like that, that's ridiculous. You're risking so much for what? To go and sucker punch somebody? To hit him in the in the cheek? Come on, man. We, we've got to do better. They've, everybody involved has been suspended for three, four, five games. Uh, that, that is just absurd. Just absolutely absurd. And lastly, we've got a W to hand out to Cam Sanders, a Thibodeau guy who's been invited to Chicago Cubs spring training. He is a minor league pitcher in the Cubs organization. 
Cam has some nasty stuff, man. The thing that has derailed Cam at times is he kind of gets wild. When he's over the plate, he's going to strike you out. He's been invited to Cubs uh, spring training. Hopefully, he shows himself well and shows the team that he is more than capable of making a push. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll get you some betting picks and get out of here. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call the local experts at Terminex, and those bayou boys will be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those bayou boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Does your vehicle need servicing and you don't want to drive too far? Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport is offering these specials until further notice. Get a diesel oil change for $159.95 or a gas-only oil change for $49.95, up to 5 quarts. Calvin Braxton Ford, 5978 LE1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. One segment to go, I want to thank Coach Kathy Luke for her time. 
I want to thank um, who else did we have? Josh Smith <laughs> for his time. My bad, y'all getting old. Was trying to get Coach Brian Colley. South Hoosh High School is in lockdown. Everything's okay, y'all. I see people freaking out on Facebook. Oh my goodness. Well, how dare the school not let us know? You know, they're not letting my kid text back and everything's okay. Everything's gonna be good. There was a picture uh airdropped to a student of a of a person holding a gun in a bathroom. The picture was apparently pulled off of Google. Um, and everything's gonna be okay. So let's relax, let's exhale. Uh your your child's gonna be coming home. Um and we'll be coming home safe. Uh, let's talk about this. We've got um some betting picks to give to you all in this last segment of the show. And by the way, let's thank our sponsors, the Blue Boot Foundation, Neil Small Engine, Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results, and Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South LaFouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. <clears throat> Tonight in the NBA, I like over 220.5 for the Clippers and the Nets. Uh, the Nets are without Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Um, so now it's all up to Ben Simmons. Huh, that's all right. Ben Simmons ain't going to step up. It's up, up to Cam Thomas, who scored 40-plus points over the week. And I think the Nets are going to double down on their philosophy of let's not play any defense at all. <laughs> so with that being said, I think they and the Clippers is going to be a high-scoring game, 125 to 117 type of thing. I think they're going to go over. I don't think that the Clippers are going to have to play their Sunday best defense with Kawhi locking people up because they know that they'll be able to score at will. So I like that game to go over. I also like tonight um, in the NBA, <clears throat> give me Dallas plus nine against Utah. Dallas is on the road against Utah, um, but I like the Mavs in this one because I think that Dallas will have a little umph and a little mojo. Um, you just traded for Kyrie Irving. Your role players are going to have a little extra gusto. They're going to have a little bit extra oomph. They're going to be trying to play their best uh, because the team's in a good mood right now. They're in a good spirits right now. Because, hey, we're going to try to make it happen. Now, as Kyrie Irving gets there and the players actually get to know him, <laughs> that, that good mood may be short-lived. But for now, everybody's in good spirits. So I like Dallas plus nine against Utah. The last one. I like the Warriors and the Thunder to go over 234. Steph Curry's not in the lineup, but it don't matter. They'll be able to score. Oklahoma City will be able to score. Neither of those teams like the guard, so I like an over in that one. Tomorrow, we're at home in the tank for a doubleheader. Boys and girls varsity matchup, South Lafouche and Morgan City. That's actually our only radio broadcast of the week. We've got... Um, the rest of the week off as the Tarpons are off on Friday and the middle school season is over. So it's a light broadcast schedule for us tomorrow in the tank. Tonight, I'll be at Ellender. Ellender will be hosting Assumption. Wednesday, I'll be at home, a Christian school for girls basketball. Thursday, I'll be at Nichols. Friday, I'll be at some gym. I don't know. I haven't picked out my Friday day yet, but I am going to be at basketball all five days this week. There's no rest for the wicked. We'll be making it happen on Bayou Sports. Let's catch, uh, not catch, let's wrap up today's show and remind you all tomorrow we're at Tri-Parish Media Day for Terrebonne General. We're celebrating our local baseball and softball teams. We'll be talking to Chandler. We'll be talking to Coach Phil, and we'll be talking to everyone else around the area, Central Lafouche, Terrebonne High, Ellender, CCA. Like We'll be chatting with all of them. So let's put a pin in it right here. Have a great rest of the day. I'm looking out the window. The sun's uh, shining in the sky. Looks like a beautiful day. Take advantage of it. We'll be back tomorrow from Homa 
You've been listening to Play by Play. Have a great rest of the day, y'all. God bless. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.